welcome welcome to the podcast hey kate how are um, you doing good my my potting setup's like really funny right now i'm like cozied up in bed i'm jade rolling drinking my single origin coffee i'm in like oh. head to toe brandy yeah the the the, potty, oh. the the potting outfit is brought to you by brandy um Thank you, Brandy Melville. Yeah, it's a sunny day, and I'm talking to you. Uh, how's How's your morning been? My morning's been good. I went on a nice scenic run with my elders. It's really funny. There's some, you know, routine characters that run along the Hudson River. There's this mm-hmm. one very mm-hmm. old man, and he, like, puts his, now that it's been colder, he's been wearing a hoodie, and then he wraps a scarf around his neck. Okay. Uh, I was like, that would seem to constrict me a little bit, but he's just trekking along. Um, you know, really inspiring to see old people running, actually, because I want to be like that. Uh, so peaceful morning for me. Just had my oats, coffee, a little bit of adaptogen, some moon just, moon just, <laughs> moon, moon juice, spirit dust, uh, because I am spirited for a podcast today. Wait, you go. Yeah, I've been up, you know, since the cursed time of 645. Um, oh, I, went, I went to the gym as well was the youngest person there by at least 20 or 30 years um goals. you know saw my saw my usual people I had my oatmeal as well and mm. yeah I got the chlorophyll water coffee and I'm ready to shit talk on some men <laughs> yeah it's what we do best uh I really feel like there is no better time right than you know being in a a health pandemic than to just talk about the really important matters like tinder and hinge uh bringing a new light to things that i think you know the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about right like oof all the cursed things that we have experienced uh i'm particularly proud of you i was gonna say i'm particularly i was gonna say i'm particularly proud of the artwork that you made for today's pod which they the viewers will have seen by now um it was really inspiring the work uh that you did for this episode so i'm grateful for you of course Oh, thank you. Yes. Um, yeah, you know, cursed Tinder, cursed Hinge. I feel like you and I collectively have covered lots of ground in the New York dating scene. Um, uh, yeah. Physically, mentally, mm-hmm. geographically. <laughs> geographically, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> we, have, like, we... We, have, we have, like, there. there's no safe bench for us at Washington Square Park now. If yeah, you add they're up all... all the benches that we have sat at. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're going to do this down the line, uh, but we're going to, I think, relive the trauma. Because, right, you know, you forget about all these dates. You forget maybe that's shitty. I don't know. We're going to talk about kind of like all of these internal monologues things. Is it shitty to forget about people? Because Emma and I often forget people's names. Oops. I I don't save anyone's name in like my phone number. So I'm like texting random numbers and then they're like, I'm supposed to like go on a date with them. And I'm like, I don't even know what your name is or what you look like. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm very much, I gotta keep the name or I will, I'm, but I am, if I, something ends with a person, I will delete their number, uh, right away, so then if I get any sort of, like, check-in, uh, which is a consistent theme we'll get into, I'm like, who the fuck is this? That's, like, a reoccurring, I'm like, ah, that time of the month! Random, (laughs) hey, how's it going, buddy? (laughs) A a fun spiral, a fun spiral. A fun spiral to go down. Um, I'm also very excited, you know, Emma, we've been potting for over a week now uh but you know it's gonna be our one week anniversary tomorrow on monday it's just crazy how much the girlies have grown in this space in this time we we really be building this empire like like crazy i think we go well now it's kind of fun uh the viewers will let you know a little interpersonal dynamic emma and i used to constantly debate things like oatmeal toppings dinner 
And now it's mostly what memes we're gonna post in the day. Yeah, please, please follow them. No, hold on. What? Well, Emma texted me this morning before we both worked out and was like, I just want to know what memes you're posting today. I was like, bitch, it is 8.15. The memes hey, hey, can wait. You know, what? you know what? The girls gotta know. We are professionals. Yeah. We take our job very seriously <laughs> being meme meme creators and podcasters. Um, I know. You know I don't know what you're teaching about it, even though like, like, <laughs> with their 400 followers god you guys are just helping us build this empire so quickly and we're i mean honestly very grateful for it but no, no. i don't know if you came out to your parents as a meme creator as i did uh i sent one to my mom and she responded and said i don't get it and then i try to you know it's always difficult when you try to explain a meme and it's like it's right there she's like i don't get it is a meme a, a word or is it a picture i like this i physically sent her one that has not been posted yet uh, but it's about a favorite health guru that she really likes and so i responded explaining <laughs> it and then she goes still not funny um, i've had a different experience um my dad i had to kind of give him the brief overview of what a meme was but then i i I shot him some fire memes that i've made and he was dying he was enjoying it you know my aunt and uncle they've been laughing at them like i got my brother to follow the meme page he's been enjoying them so so my family's been a little bit more supportive than yours. Yeah, I think my family just, they need it to maybe resonate more with their life experiences, right? Like, they don't, <laughs> they don't know what CMOS is. They don't understand the format. Um, a lot of things I do on the internet are foreign to them generally, but I think memes have kind of, you know, hit a new threshold where it's like, Kate, are you sure about this? You know, you, you did this. <laughs> You're and, like, yes. I'm like, I'm very, very most passionate about it, actually. Um, so without further ado, I think that's, let's just get into this. I'm ready to riff. I'm ready to rant. How about you? I'm very ready just to go full manic and just blab my mouth. Yeah, about let's, do <laughs> let's do okay. it. All right. I'll call you back in a sec. Okie dokie. We're back. All right, Emma, we're back and we're ready to riff. Oh yeah. So we, we got a lot of questions and we organized them again because we are girl bosses. So we'll give you an overview of where this pod is headed. We're going to give you guys an overview of dating. Got a lot of questions, just kind of like, what is it like being in that place um, as Midwest girls, too? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of questions about how to know if things are serious, if this is just a hookup, this is just friends, like what you guys have learned. Mm-hmm. Got ghosting. We got then like, like the favorite theme I feel like we got the <laughs> most about was just the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to, I love to talk about the worst experiences, <laughs> right? Like give, you know, some sort of relief to others that like, Hey, this happened to me too. Um, yeah. Red flags, deal breakers. We're going to kind of talk about like the weird shit we see on dating apps too. There's a lot. Um, a lot of questions that I thought were very interesting because mm-hmm. of a lot of our followers are younger women, like how to maintain your own independence and confidence while still seeking out a romantic partner, which I thought were very like honest and cool questions to think yeah, about. Um, yeah. I think we subconsciously think about it, but I seeing these questions out loud really made me think about my own relationship with dating and how that affects my own identity. We got some random questions and Emma and I kind of have like a, would you rather section at the end to kind of speak on, you know, would you rather date this guy or this guy if a gun was held to your head? <laughs> I mean, maybe being shot is an option too. I didn't really think about that now, but uh, we got some fun things. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we'll sit down. Kind of give a, grab sit down, coffee. get some. Well, get some ashwagandha <laughs> or you're going to freak out. Yes. CBD. Anything you need. Alrighty. Yeah. Um, okay. So, overview of New York City dating because I think people are very 
interested in probably what it's like to date in a big city as opposed to you know being like in a small town or if you're if you go to like a traditional college and are like on a college campus what it like what it's like out here in the big apple yeah um, i think by I way of introduction like- we talked about this a little mm-hmm. on the first or maybe the second mm-hmm. pod but Emma and I both did not date in high school when we were back in the Midwest, no, did not no. have a dating app. So I don't really have any experience of like what swiping would be like in Minnesota. I don't have any experience of like my high school I, kiss. I have swiped while being back home in Nebraska. Let me tell you, it Oof. is soul sucking. It's um, nice. not pleasant. It's yeah, it really crushes the soul. I really make sure to turn mine off when I'm back in Minnesota. Otherwise, I will see boys from my high school, and that's just a very awkward experience. Uh, I, that that has happened to me. Nice. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes going through the trauma is, like, maybe helpful. <laughs> so maybe it's helped you, Emma, right? You know, like, seeing all those dudes. A little. Yeah. A little. Um, but I think um, my... So... Oh, go ahead. No, well, I was going to say, like, maybe, like, talk about, like, what dating apps we have used. Yeah. Um, so I'm mainly just Tinder and Hinge. Um, I know you have had experience with Bumble, but that is one I have not. Yeah, Bumble. Bumble, my my tea with Bumble is like obviously the girls have to send the first message, right? And I'm always just like howdy with a cowboy emoji. That's my opening <laughs> line because I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna say? So it's like, dudes, I get it. I don't know what I would say to a guy if their pictures are boring as fuck and I have no sort of like juicy bio to like read from. I would just be like. Hi, do you work for JP Morgan? I'm kidding. But yeah, I had I was on Bumble for I was on all three for a year. I just like don't like maybe this is a stereotype. I don't know. I was just seeing a bunch of finance dudes and I was like, that's not it for me. I was finding more of the types of people that I wanted to date on Tinder and Hinge. Uh, yeah. I feel like there are some stereotypes around the apps. Like I do hear the kind of talk of like, oh, Hinge and Bumble are the serious ones. Tinder is for hookups. But but it's I, like they're all the same. They're okay. all the same, dog. Like you could get a like you could get misled. I think that's another thing we've learned with dating. Like you could get yeah. some sort of romantic thing that could just lead to a hookup, a one night stand. You could get you could get a serious thing from Tinder. I don't know. So yeah, we also got questions about COVID and how's that changed dating. Um, obviously, like one thing I've noticed is that it's forcing people to discuss boundaries earlier in the sense of like. Are you seeing other people? Like, do you live with roommates? Like, have mm-hmm. you gotten tested for COVID? Are you negative? And also it's like forcing, I think, these awkward, a little bit awkward kind of conversations about what our relationship status is and how serious this is to you. That's coming out on date one versus date five or even before date one. It's like, I'm only hanging out with my roommate. I haven't been dating at all during quarantine. You know, maybe that person's lying to you. I don't know. But like, I have experienced a lot of that where it's like a very serious conversation and you can kind of get a read on like, okay, is this person actually looking for something serious? Or are they just like playing around basically? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, a lot of guys have like asked me like what my thoughts are like on dating, like during COVID and all also like you, we, I've been having to get like a little bit more creative on what to do with dates because yeah. especially now that it's getting cold out, it's like, you can't really just like go inside and do things or like go and like get dinner. And so I feel like there's, you're definitely a little bit more limited on mm-hmm. what you can do for dates um so it's definitely been challenging but it hasn't been like hard um obviously just like being safe and just like you know making sure that they're also like not just like going out and like being a super spreader and then like you know, <laughs> just yeah yeah I mean I've I've been the experience of like I look at someone's Instagram and it's just like oh you're like they're you're a super spreader <laughs> I'm like you are at a party with 40 children I not children <laughs> 
that would be weird. Uh, but young adults, I'm like, yeah, that's not my vibe. Like, I am going to be sitting in my apartment alone and I'm like taking this seriously. So that's the one thing I think you can weed out. Like, is this serious to this person? Is it not? I also, yeah. another thing we didn't write in the notes, but now I'm thinking about, I don't know if I've seen more people on the apps or less people. Cause I would think like with COVID people that would normally have this sort of like social network to meet their significant others, which Emma and I don't really have. Like we don't have a friend group of guys to go weed from. We are big introverts. We have no friend group. No friend group. So that's why we go to the dating apps. But I know a lot of girls, like they have met their boyfriends because a friend of a friend was like, oh, you would be really good with this guy. But now since there's not as much social interaction, you can't go out to a bar and like hit on someone. I wonder if more people that have never had a dating app are on. Um, just a food for thought. Maybe I feel like probably, and also I think you know, with being locked down and quarantined, we just be bored by ourselves. And so people, I think, are definitely probably craving just any type of human interaction. Yeah. And I've I've been sure like a lot of people have probably been like, okay, I'm just gonna like go on the apps just so I can like talk to someone and get some sort of like validation and whatnot. Yeah. And then we got a question I thought was funny but very serious: <laughs> How to make sure you're not gonna get murdered in New York City? Uh, yeah. When I first started dating, I was just like yeah, I'm just going to go meet a stranger. And then I was like, I feel like after the first few dates I like went on in my dating life in New York, I was like, this is everything your parents told you not to do to go meet with a stranger. And like, yeah, what? that just sounds really weird. I was like, okay, I'm like in a new, in New York city. I still kind of don't know my way around. Yikes. Uh, but we have a few tips on this that are like very serious yeah. about like how to be safe with dating, I guess, generally as a woman. I think the, I think the number one is definitely just to meet in public and like a public space first, uh, yeah. so whether that's like a park or going to a bar. Like I definitely don't recommend just going straight over to their place or like yeah. inviting them into yours just because you don't know what they're going to be like in person. And also just like telling your friends that you are going to be going on a date so they mm-hmm. know where you are. You can like share your location with them and just so they can kind of like keep track of you just in case like anything were to go wrong. Totally. And then um if you can just sense that something is off right away when you meet them if you just like kind of get a bad vibe or it's just not it like don't feel bad about like making excuses on why you can't go back to theirs you know you can be like oh my god I just got a phone call from like my roommate yada 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 or like say like hey I got something going on in the morning like I can't spend the night and then just like leave um and if you're kind of nervous I feel like about you know dating in New York and especially like going out like a night um just go on day dates I've yeah. gone on plenty of dates where it's like a 2 p.m thing at a park and it's you know great. therefore that yeah you're like surrounded by more people and I um, do think so it's good of- like you were saying to have the public aspect of it right like you're not yeah. gonna be say some weird shit when there's like kind of people around you watching you I also agree about mm-hmm. the day dates too I think that's maybe a personality thing for Emma and I because we don't really go out and stay up late but Meeting someone in, like, bright daylight is actually, like, very different than meeting them in a dingy bar at 10 p.m., right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, It says a lot, and I also agree about, like, you will be able to sense if something is off. I've been on one date, and the guy showed up, and I was like, this is danger. I was, like, texting. I feel like I'm on the date, and I was just like, "Uh, I don't know what's happening. And then I got home, and I was like, that was really scary. I was like, that was, like, a lot of red flags, like, going on a date um once again I think conversation to in person feels a lot different and that's kind of like mm-hmm. it leads into the next question of like is this serious or is this like quote-unquote like a dating app hookup question um because mm-hmm. for me I think Emma and I when we first started dating there would be situations when it would be like god damn it that was just like a hookup or that was just a one-night stand like I really liked that person and they didn't actually have feelings for me like what did I do wrong mm-hmm. kind of internalizing that 
And then I feel like mm-hmm. I personally have done this before where I kind of, you know, I'm talking to someone, talking to someone and I'm confused if it's like, oh, does this person just want to like sleep with me or what is the situation? So I'll ask something like, what brings you to the app or like, what are you looking for? Being on the both sending of that message and also receiving that from guys, I have stopped doing that. Like, I think that is such an awkward thing to say because you could talk to someone over the phone, you meet, and it's like, oh, I'm not attracted to this person physically, romantically. Mm -hmm. I, they, they like communicate in a way that does not make sense to me. Like, damn, things over texting and over in person are very different. So like, that's one thing I just don't ask anymore. And also, like, again, since you and I had no experience in high school, we, like, really have no idea what, like, the progression of, like, dating is. And I feel like we finally kind of, like, understand that now. But I remember, like, in the early days of my dating app experiences, I would maybe hang out with a guy, like, you know, a few times, like, within, like, the span of a few days. And I would ask, like, hey, like, kind of, like, what is this? Just because, like, I had no idea. And then that would, like, scare them off. And so I think just, yeah, I kind of avoid that, um... Avoid that, I think, until it's hitting a point where you're exhausting your emotional capacity. For me, I've been in situations situations where shit just feels static. Nothing is changing. I'm, like, looking at it as, like, two paths. One, I could be 100% into you. Let's just do this. Like, do you want to date me type thing? Or Mm -hmm. I could, like, go make my own life independently right now. So I think if you hit hit emotional walls and you're like, I want more of this. I want a new dynamic. I want this to be different. That's, I think, where you can sort of ask these questions and then think it's very personal, right? Like, think about how you would approach your own experience with this person and all of that history, right? Because Emma and I talk about dating, but it's Mm -hmm. like, I'm not on her dates. I've never talked to the guy she's talking to. I only am getting, like, played what she, like, voice memos to me. Um, (laughs) So I think that's one thing. Um, Another question is about stereotypes and societal conditioning, dating younger men, dating older men, shorter men, long distance, uh, one question was about like having a pen pal type interaction, which I had in the beginning of quarantine. LOL. Uh, <laughs> yikes. Um, so I think there is both difficulties for dating for both genders, right? Like men and women, straight women, mm-hmm. straight men, as we're like talking in our own experience. I think men are obviously raised to suppress emotions. A lot of guys do not know how to talk about their feelings. That is like a, the biggest thing I've no. realized. It's like very yeah. awkward, like kind of mechanical jargon about it. Women, on the other hand, it's like craving this love, but also I think women now that are like feminist women want to be independent and they don't want to be so overtoxicated and so dependent on this other person. So that's like mm-hmm. what I think, I mean, about these kind of like stereotypes, like, oh, like th- there's this age gap or like this guy's shorter than me. I mean, I don't think I've gone on a date with a guy that's literally taller than me. I'm just kind of like, that doesn't fucking matter to me now. I will not be dating five, four yeah, men. I don't know. But the long distance stuff yeah that that doesn't bother long distance stuff the pen pal stuff it's like you could be you're once again you're learning about someone over messaging you've never seen them in person and that was a factor Mm -hmm. for me when I did like meet this person I was like communicating with for like three months and then we met and I was like oh okay but the younger older thing my uh just kind of golden rule is that men can be stupid at any age which I said before like you could have someone who has experienced a lot of love and a lot of hardship and a lot of loss at a very young age they could be 20 and be very like apt to like deal with their emotions and talk about them with you. You could be talking to a 30 year old, which uh, I have on the record. We'll say uh, and they don't know how to talk about emotions. And it's like some awkward thing. Guys could feel weird about the age gap. I, my parents are 10 years apart. So it's not like I'm looking for someone that's a certain age ever. Um, I think it's like more of a feeling about the intensity of the relationship with them. 
totally um so then the next thing we kind of got asked is like how do you know if this is like a friend or if it's like more um I feel like I have had some experiences where it definitely just kind of felt more like a friendship but I have never but it's like never blossomed into like a true friendship like I'm not like hanging out with them on like random days or whatever just because I feel like with like dating apps it's either like you're seeing each other and like you know going out and like having sex whatever or you're just like not seeing Mm -hmm. them um so yeah I I think this one's like a little hard to navigate I feel like in my opinion or like to figure out um yeah and it's a personal thing it's like do you want to be upfront and be like what is this I mean I've had a few lingering Mm -hmm. like quote friendships and I've always wondered there's a few people in my life and I'm always like damn does that person like have secret feelings for me or is that like me you know like you always wonder but there's certain things where I'm like that would make it awkward I don't want to talk about it so I think it's you it's like do you want this person as a friend in your rest of your life or do you want to risk it that is a big risk of kind of having the like I have feelings for you, maybe losing this person out of your life just because it's weird now. Let's mm-hmm. bring it to the mm-hmm. next. I'm going to go on a riff a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there are a lot of kind of this jargon from dating apps. Uh, I think Emma and I hate when it gets very casual. It's kind of like, I don't know, maybe yeah. we can hang sometimes. Like, I don't know if you have time, but like, let's do it. Maybe sometimes ever, like we sh- should get together. And then it never happens. Never Guys, happens. I think yeah. we got a lot of questions about like how to make, how to literally go on a date like how to get it beyond this kind of like awkward fucking casual talk I think it is a problem of guys feeling uncomfortable to be like let I want to take you on a date I think that feels very awkward for them to say it feels too much like I'm in love with this girl <laughs> like it feels too weird to say mm-hmm. but I hate that shit and one complex Same. that I have endless experience with and endless confusion about girls you're on a dating app talking to some dude he's like what's your IG I'm like okay, first of all, like, go look at me making squash. Like, I don't care. So I'll give them the IG. They follow. We're still communicating on the dating app, or then it has translated over to DMs or, like, texting, maybe. They just follow. They be sending fire emojis, eyes emojis, heart emojis Mm -hmm. to my Instagram stories. It could be a photo of, like, my running shoe, and they're, like, heart eye. Like, bitch, what? I literally... Someone literally sent me, like, the fire emoji, and it was, like, a photo of my car. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, get him on the pod. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, okay, so, question. I'm like, why the fuck are y'all following me on Instagram? Like, what is here to benefit? You want to learn about gut digestion? Like, you want to learn about socialism? You want to learn about gerrymandering? Like, the fuck? I'm, like, an educational platform here. I'm not, like, some sort of, like, I don't know what the ideology is behind that male behavior of, like, and then they follow me on Instagram, and then they never ask to go on a date. It's just, like, this awkward, it's like, dude, I know we matched in a dating app, which presumes that there's, there's some sort of mutual physical attraction to each other. Like, you maybe wanted to meet me. Why are you watching me? Why are you, like, watching my life for six months? Like, I... It's like a wait. It's a wait. Yeah, and, like, I will unfollow. Like, let's say someone follows me on Instagram. I will, like, unfollow them after two weeks, because I'm like, okay, it looks like I'm never going to fucking hang out with you. Um, And, you know, there's the famous trope of a guy being a reply guy, where it's, like, some random-ass fucking dude from Missouri. Sorry, Missouri. I don't know. I thought of a random state. That just sends you fire emojis of, like, random shit. And I'm like, okay, who are you, potato that lives in Missouri? Like, I don't... I'm never going to meet you. Like, what is this behavior? Like, I'm sorry that you're, like, horny right now. But... I am going to be calling this behavior of the Instagram follow to or the Tinder to Instagram follow as like a reply guy junior because it's like you're still a fucking weirdo reply guy but like you're actually not of the level of like being so attached from me like this actually makes me uncomfortable like I would rather have the random potato from Missouri 
send me the eyes emojis than like Brian from Bedsty that like I could probably possibly run into <laughs> on the street. Like that makes me very uncomfortable, and I'm like, get out of here, buddy. Um, and the other thing is like I don't know what the logic is. Like you send me a heart emoji, I think there's a negative connotation or there's like a negative proportion of you actually getting to sleep with me from doing that right like what is the success rate of like sending the two eyes emojis to a girl's pick of her soup and then like yeah I'm gonna go like sleep with her has that ever happened if you're a guy and you have ever kind of slid in the dms with a fucking emoji and then like actually had a relationship or like had sex with this girl let me know because it seems like a failed method basically oh yeah oof that was my riff um next is like ghosting like do we think if like ghosting or friend zoning is bad um obviously i like don't really think it's like that bad truly it's unfortunately like very common and it can be like really annoying like not getting answers when like someone just kind of disappears but it's also just like a very easy thing to do i think it's like um and like i I've ghosted people, people have ghosted me that I'm kind of just used to it now. Like, it used to bother me a lot because I'd be, like, literally, like, what the hell? Like, they said they were going to text me and all this stuff, but I'm kind of, I'm, like, used to it and I know how to, like, respond to it and I don't let it, like, totally. text me. And then the next kind of question was how to get over people. I think this is a very individual, complex thing. It's, like, if you were yeah. you're living yeah. with someone, if you were seeing them every day, that's different. Like, you wake up and you make coffee and you think of them. Like, I've never had that where it's, like, oh, shit, this person, like, I was with them 24 hours a day. It's like, oh, I was with Brian on a random yeah. whatever Thursday. And I like, oh, like I can get over yeah. it. But I think let yourself feel the emotions for a long time. I would go full 100, like a roller coaster. I'd be like, okay, I'm with this person. I'm with this person. I love this person. Not love this person, but I'm like really passionate about this person. Oh my God, I'm the depths of shit. I want to run into the Hudson River. Like what is going on? I think let yourself feeling the emotions is something that I really had to learn. Journaling and talking is a way to reflect. One thing that I have recently done, I would say in 2020, is writing down things of what you will learn from this. Doesn't it? And that's, I think, a very vague thing to say. I feel like I've heard that like dating experts say that, like learn from every experience. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck am I going to learn from the man without a bed frame that I should get a bed frame? Like, (laughs) what am I going to learn? But I think it's more like, what am I going to be looking for in the next experience? Like, what is a new Mm non-negotiable that I have learned? Like, the way that that guy talked to me or, like, the way that my friend saw something about this guy that was, like, pissing me off. But now that it's, like, I have some space to reflect on it, that's one thing that's helpful for me. And whether or not, like, manifestation is something you practice or, like, how you go about seeking out the next partner, it's just, like, okay, he doesn't. This is, I'm not getting treated the same way I was before, which is why the other thing didn't work out. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And like another few tips that I have is just like, don't make it the whole like, what did I do wrong? Like, and don't, yeah, like, don't feel bad about like, what you might have done wrong. Um, It's honestly like their loss if they don't want to talk to you. Um, You know, you will find someone eventually. And then also just like make a list of hobbies or things you enjoy and just start doing them, aka like, just distract Mm -hmm. yourself. Like, don't let any type of guy like, slow you down like just keep on like you know rising and grinding doing what you love and you'll kind of like realize that like wow like I don't necessarily like need a guy to like validate certain things in my life like I like have full control and like I can like bring happiness into my own life obviously like you know there's there are great benefits to like having like a relationship or someone to talk to you but like don't feel like they're gonna like solve all your totally. issues and just like move on and like yeah just 
Yeah, and it's difficult. Um, and then this one question we got, I don't remember who, I don't really want to expose people's names or not, but um, is ghosting a symptom of consumerist and or throwaway society? Uh, I sent that to Emma and I was like, shit. I was like, I've never thought about that because my perception, I was like, I'm going to move to New York. There's going to be so many guys in this city, just like population wise from like being in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I started to realize that there is this ego, I think, that goes into dating, right? Like, there are millions of people here. And I took that to first mean, like, there are millions of people here, you're going to find someone, you're just going to stumble upon someone. But I think everyone has this dating ego. I had it for a long time, like, oh, someone new is just going to be around the corner. So I had, you know, this guy was a little bit annoying. So I'm just going to go back to swiping and I'll find someone new. I do think people get that, like, intense sort of, like, superiority complex when it comes to dating where it's like oh I can just talk to 10 people at once and go on so many dates and like I think I've done that before where it's like testing the waters going on so many dates like seeing what's out there but then you're not really like in the moment of when you're talking to people right it's kind of like an activity it's like it's a chore to be messaging people but you're Mm -hmm. not actually like seeking out anything deeper and I think that's kind of like a reflection that I have about like ways that I have been the shitty person um because I often think we're like oh the person I was dating is so toxic and I feel like yeah there's sometimes that I've probably been toxic where I was like texting people messaging people at the same time and then I like went on a date with one of them while I was like still talking to another and that's like I think something natural to do I think it's natural to test the waters until you're like in a committed relationship with someone but I think that's something to keep in check maybe about like how you your ego plays into like how you're treating another person because it is another person it's not just like a picture on a dating app Yeah. And I also think like, especially this holds true to New York, like there's just so much emphasis on like social and status and like climbing this like social ladder. And I feel like if you can't, if you can't like provide something for them in some sort of sense or like, whether it's like getting them into like parties or like being part of some like hierarchy um, and like the social sphere. um, (laughs) And I think also, I, yeah, like, I think if you like, can't like fit into like their like aesthetic lifestyle, then yeah they'll just like drop you and I think back in you know the midwest or whatever it's obviously that's like not as like important and I think since there is like a smaller pool of people it's kind of like okay like I can't Mm -hmm. be as picky like I kind of have to like make this work if I want to make this work whereas yeah like in New York it's like I can just drop you and like find someone else and so yeah it's definitely there's pros and cons to like dating in New York um in the sense of like yeah there are so many people so there's many different types of people that you can like meet and experience but then also again people can just like drop you and like find a new one uh and then the next one was how to get over someone this is different obviously for how old you are like if you feel the pressures of like getting married I mean right now I'm kind of just like dating freely is like I am 22 like I don't know climate Mm -hmm. change is kind of gonna end us all so it's like am I gonna be having children (laughs) like what's the vibes there like let's figure out the climate vibes and then maybe I'll think about my romantic vibes (laughs) (laughs) Joe Biden figure out the goddamn climate vibes (laughs) Um, how to get over someone, I think knowing it's not going to be the last one. For me, I always struggle and I get to this pit when someone, when something ends and I'm like, oh my God, no one ever is going to find me redeemable again. No one ever is going to find me attractive. And this, it's not like jumping into the next thing, but I think even if someone, you know, like, even if it's like a girl on Instagram, like being like, you look so pretty. I'm like, oh my God, like this guy didn't see it in me, but like a stranger saw it in me or something. Or like, I'm talking to my mom or I'm talking to Emma and like something happens for you life-wise. I feel like those are ways to get out of like being so consumed in like what a single person thinks about you, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like kind of like, do you, are you feel comfortable mentally to like go on a date and like actually be open to someone else? Because I've been on dates with guys where they're just like, oh yeah, like uh, I just got over my ex yesterday, and I'm like still. You can tell that they're like not open to like actually giving a shit about you. They're thinking about everything in relation to their past no. relationship, and it's like, dude, I'm not here to get a get you over your crutch. Um, but if it is helpful for you to like, you know, I've been in periods where it's like, okay, something ended. The next week, I'm gonna like push myself to try to go on a date with someone new just to be like getting ready for the first time, like kind of having that first conversation with someone else, like describing yourself in a positive way to a new person is like a very rejuvenating exercise. It's tiring, but I think that's another way to get out of like this consuming, like depressive gloom that nothing good will ever happen to me again, which is like my perspective on dating or it has been my perspective on dating for a long time. Now let's get into the mess. (laughs) this is like the worst dating section stories horror stories yeah it's like the worst of the worst uh yeah so like least favorite hinge openers or cringe messages um kate and i actually have a full like an entire folder of just like insane stuff that we have received and we will be unleashing just some of just a few on we gotta tease them for you guys but i think like the most annoying like bios or things that are like yeah just like so annoying it's when for me at least it's like anything about like a white claw <laughs> like sad sadly sadly my my type is like the unemployed skater type that like literally lives like, <laughs> Brooklyn, and I have no I have I have noticed that like white claws are their personality <laughs> how like drinking how drinking like chlorophyll water is like a personality yeah. trait for Kate and I drinking a white claw is like their personality trait and it's just, like, I don't want to see a fucking no. White Claw. Like, I've been on dates, and, like, guys have, like, packed White Claws in their fucking, like, pocket and, like, will take one out, like, in the street. I'm, like, what the fuck is this? Like, get over this. Like, Oof. get a new hobby. Um, So, yeah, anything about, like, White Claws. Um, Also, I'm, like, a huge music snob, so whenever guys are, like, I'm into music, and then their top artists are, like, Chance the Rapper and, like, Drake and whoever the fuck is, like, popular right now. I don't know, like, yeah. Scott or something. Yeah. Like, shut up. up. Um, another common one is like when they're just when they just say like looking for something fun. It's like, like yeah, it's like damn it, like no, it was fun making like, my oatmeal this morning, bitch. Like yeah, like define fun. Like I know what you mean, but it's just yeah. Like, my worst are definitely um, I'm over competitive about everything. It's like bitch, I bet I could beat you at everything you do in your life. Like you wake up at nine p.m. and you're like a slob. Like oh, that's let's be competitive about how poorly. <laughs> your hygiene is um I've always said I think like a woman's 10 p.m is a man's 1 p.m I really hate when dudes be sleeping I'm like wake the fuck I don't know I don't know why that's weird for me I'm just like wake up and do something with your day like I really cannot do I really (laughs) can't deal with a dude that does not have hobbies I'm not like a judging like what their job is Uh, I think for a while like I think when I first started about dating, it was like, I want a person that looks like this. I want them to have this career. I want them to do this. But now it's just like, no, it's about the connection. I want them to be someone that's like actively seeking to be a better person. I want them to like actively do something with their life. I don't care if your life is like literally making breakfast burritos, but like go do it. Like go do something with your day. Just be passionate. Yeah. Be passionate about something. Please don't be a dead noodle. Next thing I hate some guys, this Mm -hmm. is a common thing I saw, or I guess this is a, this is a hinge prompt, which is like, biggest risk you've ever taken um moving to new york city it's like what like yes i understand the sentiment but it's like dude you're probably just like vibing off your parents money like how risky is it to be a straight white male that works for jp morgan like oh no 
and like lives on like, Tribeca. Oh no, you know, I like, like I order seamless every night. Ah, it's so risky. <laughs> like, what is your perspective? I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate when dudes are like, it's, I don't know why this is in their bio or it comes out. It's like, yeah, I'm a feminist. So like ladies, if he says he is a feminist, probably like if he explicitly says that in like a very like serious way that it's like a job title run like that for me is a red flag that they are proving that they have like treated women shitty if you're a feminist you don't go out there and like have some sort of corny graphic design shirt that says like i'm a feminist black lives matter like all cops are bastards like that's just so weird for me to like say i would never be like yeah, you know, like, I really, it's just a weird thing. You can talk about your passions in certain ways. Like, I always talk about, like, my passion for politics, because that's a huge part of my identity. I'm not leaving that out. But I'm not like, I am this, I am that. I mean, one cringy message I got from a dude was like, you're, you said your main personality trait was Bernie Sanders. I was like, I don't think I said I am Bernie Sanders. <laughs> but Like, maybe you interpreted it that way. Um, I also hate along, like, the looking for something fun, something casual, or nothing serious okay, like, I'm very serious, so it doesn't mean you have to, like, fall in love with me right away, yeah. but it's, like, I'm very serious about how much water I drink every single day. I'm very serious about my podcast notes right now. I don't want someone who's just, like, gonna casually, like, think about my emotions and, like, think about me casually. Like, that's shitty. Yeah. Red flags, sure. deal breakers, lying, that kind of, like, shady behavior where it seems like there's, like, an ex they're hiding yeah. or, like, a living situation they're hiding or like I think one thing is like whenever like they're always asking you questions or everything gets turned back to you and then like they don't kind of expand on anything that you ask them and they're just like very like short and they're like oh and then they like turn it back on to you I think that's like it just feels like they're hiding something or they're just like I can't I don't know how to like open up or express my emotions I think that is also kind of like a deal breaker because again it's like if I'm going to be talking to you like I want to know like what you're doing like what your life is like like you're I mean, you don't have to open up about your, like, childhood <laughs> trauma to me right away. But I, like, I want to I know about, like, how you grew up or, like, your Yeah, family, and I think you and I you have know? left dates. And I was like, oh, so how did it go? And this was, like, I feel like a few years ago or maybe last year or whatever. We were like, you know what? I left. And I, I don't even know where he's from. Like, I was talking about me the whole time. I don't even know. Does yeah. this man have a job? Like, yeah. I, that, is a, that is a red flag for me. When I leave the first date and I'm like, damn, I really didn't learn anything about him. Like, for me, I used to have this thing where I was, like, felt like I was presenting a resume on a date. I was, like, trying to make it seem, oh, I did this and I led to this and, like, make myself so wrapped up in a bow that it, like, was digestible to them. And then, like, I didn't fucking learn anything about them. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, sick. Like, a free free job, uh, you know, interview for some random man. Like, what the hell? Ugh. Catfish? Uh, I've had one experience, but uh, I don't think it was anything major. I've had, I have, I've had, like, a you and I mean not like they are like recent but I mean they weren't like drastic I was just like you don't look like your photos yeah (laughs) this yeah like yeah um and those are definitely like a little uncomfortable situations but I've actually have talked to a lot of guys that like have been catfished by girls so maybe it's like more common on like the other end yeah Um, but yeah I haven't really had anything like I think it's like dudes that are like 27 and then they use a photo of them when they're like a hot like sexy like athletic six-pack dude from when they're like 20 in college and I'm like bro that's not you though like I meet him and I'm like hmm you look like you drink beer for every (laughs) single one of your meals now like let's talk about like 22 year old you let's bring him back maybe but that's not my job here um now we get into like the fucking weird part of like men that i just like don't be understanding on a primal level uh fish photos 
uh, Emma, you want to riff on that? Like, what, what, it, well, why are you holding a fish in your photo? Like, wh- okay, I, yeah, I, like, don't understand. Like, why, like, why, yeah, men are, maybe it's an fishing. ego. Like, I don't understand. Like, this is, this is, like, so common also, like, in the yeah, <laughs> I'm, like, and I'm like, which, like, makes sense, but also I'm like, like, that's not no. attractive. Like, I don't want to see you, like, holding a fish. Like, okay, cool. Um, oh gym pics, mess, like, like mess. I, whenever I'm at the gym, I always be seeing yeah. a man try to snap a photo of themselves in the mirror, and I'm like, and I'm like, I don't, like, I know that is not, I don't yeah. care, I don't need to see that. Another thing I've noticed is like skiing photos, especially Weird. recently. Like every single guy be skiing, or like you know how on Tinder you can like put in your oh thing I or, like, hate that hobbies. I swear every single I don't do that, and I swear every single one that a guy puts is like a total lie. But so many. I also like, saw a hobby like, like okay. one guy's profile. It was like television walking beer netflix i don't know why i was like God, i was like are you me what tell like me. i understand i actually love to walk i don't think i would describe it as a hobby i think i would describe it as a basic human function in that i wouldn't put breathing as a hobby of mine or drinking water as a hobby right. i don't know i feel like my interests i put them down to like kind of weed out i think the one way to weed out i think some people are more comfortable with like being very explicit about like who they are i like put climate change like vegan I didn't put vegan. I put climate change, environmentalism, politics as my interest. So it's like, bro, like that is me. I think people it'd be as honest or like as kind of like loose as you are. Uh, but for me, I'm just like, yeah, if you don't believe in climate change, dog, like don't even waste my time. Um, the gifts. When I log on to Hinge and there's a video of them playing the guitar singing, I'm like, look, like, look, I'm horny. Oh I put my tailors with guitar, but it's like, bro, I don't want that is my first introduction. Or it's or it's them to go back to like the gym when it's like them. Oh my god! Like, their muscles and it's like I like like don't like no I don't care if you have a six. Pack um, or not. looking okay. different in all photos. I'm like oh so like Ben is an artist or he's a a fisher or he's a construction worker or he's a businessman or like I am like who the fuck are you I I don't know. Yeah, and it's like which what which photo is the most accurate? Like, Who are you gonna I be? Meet you like in person? Who's like, showing what, up? <laughs> which one am I gonna meet? Like, I need to know. Uh, group yeah, photos, dude. Okay, this is just like a strategic thing. I am swiping when I am not really caring about shit. Like, don't make me have to think more. I would just like to see your face. I don't want to have to analyze the seven you and your seventy thumbass friends at a Yankees game. I want to know which one you are. I'm like, I don't care about your fucking friends yeah. unless you're going to set me up with them because you're a piece of shit or something. I don't know. Oh my god. Yeah, like we're built. We're we're out here building a an empire. We you can't be wasting Dude, our time. Yeah. Time is precious for us. Like I maybe flex you and like your pet because I'm um, like know that I'm not going to be dating your cat, but that could be cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, photos with emojis over like other people's faces. <laughs> Um, and like if they're like in a, if it's a group photo, oh my god, me too. This is like crazy. Is my thing. Or when they like, or when they, like <laughs> scribble out like the person's image and 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 then then they type in like, <laughs> and it's like what the fuck? Why are you like, like okay? Like, oh. you start like absolutely. It's like a poop emoji on her grandma. Oh. No, I also love we didn't write this down. But when it's like a photo and they're holding a baby and it's like, that's my nephew. I'm like, or like, they're like hugging her sister and it's like, that's my sister. Like, no shit. Uh, I never run into this. Actually, I run into it, but I obviously don't swipe on it when it's like relationship looking for a third. And I'm like, fuck, that's like behavior I don't 
It's like she's an analyst. She lives in Murray Hill. He's stocked something and lives in Tribeca. We're looking for a third acrobatic performance to spice up our relationship. (laughs) Like, oh my god. Oof, oof, (laughs) oof. Um, oh, this is a trend that I have been voice memoing Emma about on my walks that I am paranoid about as a woman. Men that are, like, you know, getting their schmoozy Saturday brunch, they're all drunk at a restaurant. Uh, it's kind of changed with COVID a little bit, but I've still seen it. And they all are on their phones at a meal. Uh, take that to me if you want. But I see them exchanging their phones, and I'm just kind of, like, walking at a brisk pace looking at it. And I'm, like, seeing a girl's dating profile, her, the phone being passed around the table. Why are you handing phones to each other and, like, talking about your Tinder matches? It is a West Village phenomenon that I am freaked out about. Every time I message a guy, I'm like, shit, his five best friends could be reading this. And, like, granted, yes, I send some weird shit that dudes say to Emma, but I'm never, like, in a public place just like, hey, she's really hot. Like, you should go out with her. Like, what the hell? That's so, like, weird to me. I don't know. I just take dating to be a very personal, serious thing that it's like, if this is so flippant and you're just like, is Mm -hmm. this girl hot? Like, would you bang her? Like, that is so fucking weird to me. Oof, I hate that shit. I hate it here. Yeah. Now let's get into yeah. feminist confidence. Um, like feminist, yeah. Um, let's see here. How to balance independence while showing up to a relationship fully. Um, yeah. Uh, for a while, I would like show up to dates and it would be like, so like, let's say it was like an election year. I was like, so what do you think about politics? And I didn't even bring up that I was, like, very fucking passionate about this. I would be like, I don't know, like, maybe I'm voting for Bernie later. Like, I don't know, I think he's like, has this idea called, like, Medicare for, Medicare for all, maybe? Like, sounds really cool. I caught myself doing that. I caught myself dumbing myself down to the point of, like, being such, just, like, a vessel of, like, a singular, just, like, how I looked was probably all they were getting off of me. I would not talk about the nuances of myself. I didn't talk about, like, vegan, environmentalism. You don't have to, like, obviously just, like, present, I think like, a resume to, like, impress someone on a date, but if you're, like, hiding key portions of yourself and, like, things that you might feel like, hey, I don't know, like, a guy might not be down with this, a guy might not be down with the fact that I, like, eat sea moss, like, I don't know, maybe you don't, you don't have to bring it up the weird shit, but, like, you never should have to feel like you are dumbing yourself down on a date, because it's, like, for me, that is a red flag that you are, like, uncomfortable Mm -hmm. with that person, that you're not, like, ready to, like, meet them where they are with, like, your potential, um, what is your go-to message to a guy? I don't really be messaging men. I typically Honestly, make yeah. them. Women have suffered a lot on this world, um, so they can message me. Yeah, yeah. So don't have any advice on that. Yeah. Yeah, mm. no advice, <laughs> sadly. Um, how to keep things going slash, like, how to get a second date. I think if uh, you, like, really enjoyed the time with them on the first date and you, like, can kind of sense that it wasn't a hookup, I always think just, like, sending, like, a follow-up message to me, like, hey, like, I had a really good time, like, I would love mm-hmm. to hang out again is, like, good. And then just, like, trying to keep conversation or texting them being, like, hey, how's your day? Just to, like, show that, like, yeah. show them that you're interested in them still. And then, like, that can, like, likely turn into a second date. I also just feel like if guys, I mean, guys are very much, like, they know what their intentions yeah. are going into, like, any date. And a lot of them, I think if they're, like, actually interested in, like, talking or seeing someone, like, they will probably hit you up and be like yeah. hey that was fun I want to like see you again or like yeah, I mean you can kind of like read what their vibe is um but I think just like you know just showing them that you're interested just through like texting and 
yeah just kind of like totally. the and like if there is some sort of like weird red flag that he didn't text you and then two weeks later he's like so sorry i missed your message i got one message like so sorry i was locked in my like production company all week i was like what do you mean locked in like dude i'm sure or if it's something where they're like sorry i wasn't on my phone for seven days yeah it's like that's, a, that's a red flag like early bullshit. on i think as well how to profess feelings if you're scared mm-hmm. uh, i think mm-hmm. how to run it through with your friend uh once again i think about the pros and the cons like okay so i'm just gonna go out there and say i have feelings for them if i get hurt I'm cool with it. Uh, but if you don't know if that's the type of relationship, you don't want to risk that, then maybe do that sort of a calculation. Um, it's very personal, obviously, to like yeah. what you perceive. I think a lot of dudes are not comfortable with feelings or maybe, they... yeah. Oh, so like much scared of commitment, commitment here. I think that's yeah. a lot of reasons that like things have ended with guys. I'm like, I know that he wanted to date me. Like I know deep down that he like wanted to have a girlfriend. He was like really interested in me, but like did not want to go through the whole thing of like, restructuring Mm -hmm. how he spent his day to like make time for me or like show me to his friends or like explain to people that like now he's dating someone so yeah and I think also with like dating apps since they are kind of viewed as just like being used for hookups I think when people do realize like holy shit like I do really like this person I think it's a little like fearful like actually saying like oh yeah I met my person through a dating app um I think that's like something that like people are uncomfortable Mm -hmm, with like speaking on um yeah so that's another thing um how to say no to a guy if you're not into it um so I feel like if it's if this is kind of like you know they want to like hook up or have sex with you you can always pull the like hey I'm on yeah, my that's period fine. I don't want to have sex with you or you can just like simply just say like I have no interest and if you know like you really do not want to go over to their place and like you don't want to like have sex or anything or spend the night you can just say like you know whenever you guys are like done having drinks or whatever the fuck it is you're doing just be like hey like i have something going on in the morning like i'm not gonna spend the night my go-to is always like oh yeah like i have like therapy at like 9 a.m so i can't really spend the night um don't feel bad about making excuses like guys don't have to know like you're protecting yourself and if making an excuse makes it easier for you to get out of a situation then by all i think it's really awkward honestly to the first day to like (laughs) say like hey I'm not into this like I would feel if I was a girl and got that literally after an hour of spending with someone I'd be like damn they already know they don't like me um but I've also had the experience of like being on dates and like Mm -hmm. a guy's like yeah so like in two weeks when we're doing this and I'm like can I have a 24-hour period to like assess this like I need you know I have shit to do with my life so um if they don't get that that's a fucking them problem Mm -hmm. um yeah uh if thinks if you're thinking about ending things and not talking to this person I think just being honest about it is the best way for me you could bullshit around and say like oh I'm just so busy or like oh I'm just like this and that but I think just like I enjoyed my time with you I really had fun getting to know you but like I'm not in the place to take this to the next level or I'm not in the place to make time for you I think that's a very mature thing to say that guys might not perceive well but that's mostly where my texts are it's like I'm just not in a place right now where I'm really looking for independence I'm really looking to focus on myself I know that I have work to do and I'm not ready to commit to someone else I mean, yeah, and I also just, I, I will always say, too, like, I also just yeah. like, don't want to lead you on or waste your time, because I think that is, like, a very considerate thing to say, and, like, that's a mature thing, and I think, you know, they, men typically, like, respond well whenever I say that, because it's like, yeah, like, I wouldn't want someone else to waste my time either if they, like, totally. are fully committed. How to be confident either, dating you know? world start on apps, I rip off the band-aid girlies, rip off, uh, maybe talk to friends who've been on them, yeah. I feel like when I first made a dating profile, I was like, what type of photos? I mean, Emma and I have always wondered this as like a psycho experiment to like 
make a not necessarily do this but like see what it's like to be a guy swiping because i'm like what gr- what photos do girls be putting on their their things like am i like too my too like I, mm-hmm. like do girls just be mm-hmm. posting photos of them in bikinis because i'm not doing that um just like photos <laughs> of them and, and parade underwear or like, like group photos too i'm like i don't i'm not, i'm like going up to like nightclubs <laughs> and i'm like wearing like mini skirts on my photos i'm like wearing some weird thrifted like pickle sweatshirt in my photos so also, like, also, Caden. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have body dysmorphia girlies. Yeah. Any, any, any group Yeah, I don't know the last time I've been in a group photo outside my family, because um, I feel like that's acceptable. Um, don't be ex- embarrassed for lack of experience. That's something I've always struggled with. And I've reached, you know, serious points of relationships with guys. And I'm like, look, Same. I've never had a boyfriend before. And I kind of say that in a very, like, flippant way. And then I'm like, fuck, that scared him off. Um, but, like... People, I think there's some people that have been, quote, relationship people, had another person their whole life. They necessarily don't know the way of the road either. Like, they have just been in situations. So I I don't feel embarrassed for that. I think there is a lot of stigma about, like, getting the first kiss, the first sexual experience. I feel like I was awkward to, like, say, like, I was a virgin. Like, that type of stuff was awkward for me. But if the person respects you enough, they're not going to take it weirdly. So Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What do you look for in a man? Emma, you want to start? Um, yeah, so I feel like before I used to be super fixated on like checking all the boxes and I always was like, okay, like they don't dress well, like I don't want to talk to them and like their music taste sucks. And I kind of have like realized over time that you're not going to get like the perfect man. They're not going to always like check off all the boxes. Like, yeah, I think it's like important to have some similar interests and values for sure. But if they're fucking wearing like dorky, like, (laughs) but like, you know, they're like funny and shit like then yeah like so be it let's be honest because you're like because both of us are fucking weirdos too Um, so it's like we're not perfect yeah Yeah, like no and i think so i think for me just like i've learned that like personality is definitely like the biggest thing and the like if they're able to have like a real conversation and like talk about things like in an intellectual way or have like unique insights and it's just (laughs) them sucks dating and shit um yeah like yeah like stupid shit um and I think also just wanting to actually do things such experience life with me I definitely have noticed guys who just obviously want to like see you to like hook up take and you stuff out and yeah. don't want to like go on dates or like yeah taking you out and stuff like I want to experience things and again also just like being like a productive person like I want to like do stuff I don't want to just like be sitting in my room yeah drinking wine with and I think you. making like, this space so like Emma and I too to it's me. like Emma and I want to um, get our morning workout in we want to like we have an experience of like eating disorders and that kind of fades mm-hmm. into it where it's like dude I'm not just eating pizza for 10 days mm-hmm. in a row mm-hmm. I want to go drink my fucking chlorophyll drops and go work out for a little bit yeah. okay like I got to get 10,000 steps yeah so I think that's something that comes yeah. through as well for me a lot of it uh is values based uh, I think about like a lot about how like my parents fell in love and like it didn't necessarily make sense, I think, where they were both kind of like looking for someone to check certain boxes and it was just a feeling. Um, making space for that person in your life is something that I have always thought of. I think I was thinking in a binary when I first started dating, you know, being a young feminist, uh, getting her house egged. I was like, fuck this. Like, I'm going to be independent and go do my girl boss shit. Uh, if I am in love with a man or if I fall for a man, that's going to make me less of a person. So I'm not going to make space for a man. Like I completely siphoned off like romantic interests as like, that's not even a part of like who I am. Like it's kind of like vegan. Like I'm not eating cheese anymore. I was like, I'm not even looking for love right now. But I think for me, it's like making space for another person, whether that's physical or emotional space, like 
knowing that, yeah, like if you're going to talk to someone all the time, that's going to be time consuming and you might have to cut back in other ways. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to be less successful in your career. It doesn't mean you're going to be less in control of other aspects of your life. I think even if you don't express the depth of your connection going in, right? Like being on the first date, like I'm looking to find my husband right now. Um, But knowing your needs, right? Like I think there's certain times when you're like fresh off a wound and you're just like, I'm looking to test the waters and see if someone's out there. But there's other times like I've been very meditative about my past dating experience. And it's like, I'm looking for something more. Like I am looking to have that higher need met. Um, Even if you don't talk about that, like per se with the guy, like knowing into going into dates, knowing if you're seeking that sort of a connection, Um, which gets into how to get into the mindset of dating. I think just like, dude, it's going to be fucking awkward as shit. No one knows what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I realize men never know what they're doing. Um, So the next question we got asked is favorite outfit you've worn on a date? This is like a random section of where we just threw the rest of the questions. Uh, yeah. So you see, I literally just wear a variation of the same outfit because I got body dysmorphia. Yeah. Body dysmorphia, (laughs) girls, it's it dictates all basically. If you know, you know. But you see, if when you're going on a date, you're trying to look good. You want to feel confident. If those same pair of jeans that you wear every single day is, like, what you wear and you wear the same top, then by all means, do it. He don't know. Nobody's got to know. You just got to no. do whatever whatever keeps it going. Yeah. And, you know, when you get to date five, maybe start revealing you have different clothes. <laughs> Otherwise, he might think you don't shower or something. Um, next, why are men trash? Um, I wrote because they are men period but um no I mean I think they just have like very big egos just due to the society because everything's kind of just handed to them and they know slash think they can get whatever they want they're also just naturally less mature so they're not gonna really like be as capable of like really expressing like emotions or maybe like really like considering like others um not saying that like men aren't capable of that but you know women are just a little bit more mature in that sense and then they also don't have to deal with slut shaming. They can kind of get away with having sex with as many people as they want and nobody cares or thinks about it. So there's not that pressure or fear. Whereas for girls, it's, you know, we're always thinking or always like growing up being told like, oh, like she was a slut. Like she had sex with all these guys, yada, yada, yada. So then you're like nervous and like feel bad for like maybe like having sex with multiple different guys in a short period of time. Yeah. And it's like a lot of guys, I think, have this bro culture with their friends where it's like trying to prove to them in a very egotistical way. Like, yeah, I slept with her. Like, I I did it. And they're not really in touch with their emotions then. Like, they're not thinking how they're treating a girl. I think girls can be bad people, too. So it's like it goes both ways, but it is the social conditioning of men. Next question is how many times have you deleted the dating apps or redownloaded the dating apps or like taken breaks, come back? I do this all the time. Uh, I think it could be beneficial to like, you know, take a month off and really think about like what you want. If like how you want to be using the apps, be intentional with like the people you're matching with. I think it's easy to get into a like a validation spiral where you're just like, oh, this person said I'm pretty like, I'm not necessarily going to go on a date with them, but I'm just like using the apps for like that external attractive validation. One is like, you know, you're going to match with people and I'll like talk to Emma. I'll be like, yeah, I'm literally never going to go on a date with that person. So like figuring out that um or don't date at all I mean see what works best for you you could go on three dates in a week to compare to have these side-by-side experiences 
Um, I'm currently off dating apps for moments or things we can discuss <laughs> uh, later in the podcast, yeah. maybe. I think also it when you realize that you're getting maybe a little too obsessive over it and you know deep down that you're not in a place to be on the app, but you kind of are fearful of like missing out because what if, you know, you find the one or whatever on there. I think that's a good way to like take time off. I definitely mm-hmm. have noticed for me personally as a late, I think I have maybe gotten a little too obsessive. And I know kind of deep down, I'm probably not fully in a place yet where I can maybe date or talk to anyone just because I, there's a lot going on for me. And there might be a, you know, a new part of my life, I think is about to start. And I think it's probably just best for me to focus on myself and not get all caught up and just like swiping and just doing that for hours on end and then, you know, pushing other things that should get done, like, um, under the rug. So I know for me that I will probably be taking a break, not necessarily like deleting them, but just being more cautious about like how much time I spend on it and also realize that like, hey, you're not missing out on anything. Like once you're ready, you can go back on. It's yeah, no, no big deal to like take, take, take time off. And if anything, it'll be like more beneficial. Totally. The next question was good qualities you seek out in men. Um Emma and I, I think we often lead with like passions and hobbies and we're very like productive gals. Like we're not going to change our whole structure of our lifestyle for someone else. I mean, it's not like, hey, like let's go eat my sea moss in the morning, babe. (laughs) Like that's so weird. But yeah, I think I will never probably date or be with someone who like doesn't wake up early just because that's like doesn't have a routine, doesn't have anything they're passionate about. Like if you're passionate about like making breakfast burritos, go do it and tell me about it. But if you're just like kind of slogging around, like there's no judgment in what type of job someone has at this point, right? It's about like the emotional connection. But yeah, if you're not doing anything and you're not excited about being alive, that's a big issue for me. Yeah, I also think just like attentiveness, you know, just just someone who will like listen to what you're saying. I think that's like a huge one. Again, also having this somewhat productive lifestyle, I also know that like I'm not, like I want to still be able to like live my like, full routine as much as I can if I am talking or someone talking or seeing seeing someone and Mm -hmm. I don't want you know like I go to bed early and I don't need I just cannot be like with someone who go wakes up at like 1 p.m is up until like 3 like it's just it's just not sustainable for me obviously um humor obviously is a big one and then passions and hobbies it literally can be anything but I just want something that someone is passionate about something that they can teach me something you know I want to teach them something uh because I feel like that's like one of the best ways that you can grow as a person and yeah like I don't care again like Kate said if you're into making fucking like breakfast burritos or if you do like puzzles or some stupid shit like I don't know puzzles are cool guys um (laughs) just like yeah anything anything that just isn't sitting around watching tv and doubting like white claws yeah um what to do when you run into someone post hookup date in real life oof this is like an awkward one I just be running uh I love faking a phone call and acting like I have shit beyond my podcast and my micro influencing of various CBD products that are not regulated by the FDA uh so I just pretend like I want to I'm a girl boss and I have a busy phone call to escape these men that you run into on the streets basically yeah I had an experience maybe a few weeks ago where I saw someone that I went on a date with while I was on a date and I don't think they noticed me but I was I kind of stared at them for a second I was like Emma can't stare don't even acknowledge their presence <laughs> just just keep living 
so yeah definitely just like run don't just pretend they're not there which is obviously like hard but when you go on a date definitely um put the hokas in your bag so if you need (laughs) to just start sprinting you can put put the hokas on make sure you go to a place that's right next to a city bike so you can hop on and just (laughs) speed across the williamsburg bridge Oh, gosh. Um, best dating experience. I wrote Kate dot 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 LOLs. Yeah, girl, want to get into that one? <sighs> Do I? I'm <laughs> kind of in it right now. Uh, pod if you if you made it to this minute marker, I don't know what it is, but it kind of feeds into the next question of like, do you believe in fairy tale type of love? Or does New York make you cynical? I think the app culture makes me cynical, right? Like, it's so transactional. It seems like it's all hookups. You're like, okay, you can't meet someone on a dating app. You know, we talked about that stigma earlier. I think Emma did. So I don't know. I really never believed in the whole falling in love. My parents said falling in love is easy. When it happens, you're going to know. And all of my friends would, that are, like, more into, like, manifestation culture would say that. They're like, it's going to happen to you when you're not looking. And I'm like... I haven't been looking since I exited the womb. Like I'm not looking for Amanda completely since then. So I never really bought into that. Um, But I do believe in that fairy tale type of love now. And like, I do believe that I have fallen in love podcast. Um, Hey, girlies in love. Yeah. So I need to change the bio of the podcast. You know, I'm, we'll leave it at that. If anyone has made it to this point in the podcast, feel free to DM me for some juicy details. Uh, It'll be slowly revealed. The big (laughs) reveal on my Instagram one of these days is going to take the, take everyone by storm. Uh, men are fans, except one is like a not a fan. (laughs) We hate men. We hate hate men together. I'll say (laughs) Kate's gonna break the internet. Yeah, I, um, I do. Yeah, my best experiences. I like. I again. I feel like all my dating experiences have been good, other than the sense that I have learned something, and I think that's like a huge takeaway that I think Kate and I are trying to push in this episode. That like everything is good experience. Um, I have just had very adventurous dates. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorites was when I went and did hot yoga at the Y7 studio in Soho. <laughs> I like I city biked from anthropology because I got off work and I city biked there, did some hot yoga with this man that I literally met like a day ago on the dating apps. And then we went to like Quantum Leap, which is one of those annoying macrobiotic restaurants. And we ate our steamed kale and like steamed carrot and fucking like black beans or whatever. And then we went to the legendary Lifetime, got some Blue Magic cheesecake, which is just, like, crack, basically. And then he drove me home in his Mercedes, and that is the richest I have ever felt in the Scotland <laughs> city. Uh, yeah, it's like some sort of crisis acting that you're doing yes. at that point. Oh, 100%. Um, what um, have we learned about ourselves from being on the apps? Yeah, I think for me, definitely just knowing how to talk about myself in an interesting and a positive way. I have always struggled with explaining who I am and my life story and things that have kind of shaped me for who like have shaped me into like the person I am today. And, you know, like opening up about like my eating disorders and other maybe things that I've dealt with in my childhood. I'm also a very self-deprecating person. Mm -hmm. And so just like kind of learning how to be proud of who I am and my hobbies and has definitely been one of the best things that I've taken away from just being on the apps and then also just like values I have finally kind of realized what I seek out in kind of what I want other people to believe in or like just like ethical morals and values and also just like how I want to be treated you know I have definitely Mm -hmm. had some experiences with men where 
I kind of realized long after that, okay, yeah, that is actually not how that I wanted to be treated and being aware of that. And so I now have like higher expectations of how I expect just to be treated, not just by my my men, but by everyone now. Yeah, totally. So this is the next finale section, the would you rather. So we wrote up some things that, you know, are hypotheticals, gun to your head, you got to choose one. So uh yeah Kate would you rather have a man cancel last minute or be extremely late definitely cancel um this happened to me where a guy was very late he was like two hours late to my apartment so I started making banana bread out of spite and then he shows up to my place and he's like oh you made banana bread for me and I was like no dog this is not for you like I you're not eating this like we're leaving my apartment now um yeah I think time it's like a huge thing where it's like I don't have all day to wait around for you it's like a values thing as well showing what they prioritize so Emma, would you rather go with a Wall Street bro or a skater dude? Um, again, as the girlies be knowing, my type is the skater dude. So probably them, but mainly because I can actually connect or talk about stuff with them music wise. And I also just noticed that they have very, they can have interesting interests. Yeah. Whereas with Wall Street bro, it's like, bro, like, I don't, I, I literally, I don't know what to talk about with you like I don't watch football I don't know what Joe's pizza is I hate like I um, don't believe in the economy yeah. I don't believe in the stock market no, yeah. yeah like no, 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 no. I've definitely been on a date and I saw someone like checking their stocks app like the Nasdaq indicator and I'm like I was like I just want to abolish your profession I don't know I think for a while on Bumble specifically the cursed Bumble which I don't use obviously uh I was just getting finance bros and so yeah uh, I think gun to my head I would have to make a decision skater bros just not really be into me hmm. next question would you rather get sweet 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 green or buy Chloe for a meal um Emma and I have some like unreleased sweet green tension that I think we can like mm-hmm. air at a different episode because you guys are probably, Same like by Chloe though <laughs> yeah I mean you guys are probably like sweet green like it's a healthy salad place like why do they fucking hate it um TBD but if I had a gun to my head, I think I would choose sweet green because if I'm on a date and have to go to a mediocre establishment, I would just like to have some vegetables at least. I mean, by Chloe has good banana bread, but that's about it for me. So yeah, I've never been to sweet green. So it'd be a fun, you know, first date experience for me sometime. Yeah. Uh, everything else from by Chloe, girl, toss it in the compost. Uh, yeah. I agree. I would probably choose sweet green um okay Kate um no I'm asking you this one oh yeah okay by by all means yeah so you wrote this out and it just seemed to strike a nerve so I was like I want to give Emma this one question she wrote um you're at a man's place you are starving it's like survival island (laughs) mode all they have to offer you is skippy peanut butter or a frozen bean burrito (laughs) what's your pick Yeah, so I get to choose between the palm oil or a list of ingredients that I don't be knowing about. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, if the burrito is vegan, which it probably isn't, um, <laughs> I would choose that because constantly kind of just like eating spoonfuls of peanut butter in front of a man that early on. Uh, yeah. And also, if I'm going to like eat something with that many calories again, girls, calories don't matter. I'd rather waste it on the burrito as opposed to mediocre peanut butter. Yeah, I agree. And like, you know, peanut butter is like a a solo food we love to eat alone. Yeah, yeah. That's when I'm home alone in the sweats. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those days. Um, but like that, Emma, we have done another podcast. I'm so proud of our empire. Um, what are you going to do tonight on this lovely Sunday evening? Ooh, well, I'm all out of cocoa powder and I am oh God. Pray- I am praying to God that Whole Foods 
doesn't fail me they likely will because whole foods is obsessed with being out of cocoa powder i don't know i don't know what the My fellow theory... i don't know what new yorkers be doing with cocoa powder but it always yeah. out. all you could really if you're a normal person i assume all you can make with it is like hot cocoa or brownies people can't make that many brownies like emma and i use it in special ways um <laughs> i just put it in my oatmeal every day and i would like a consistent su- supply so yeah that's and, my and, grievance mm-hmm. and when you need the cocoa powder you need the cocoa powder and there have been so many times where i've had to spend 15 dollars on the bag of like navitas oh, i think is the brand yes, yes. and it just and it don't be hitting the same the whole foods whatever cocoa powder is pure magic um what about you kate <sighs> I'm just going to go and fuck up the potato pyramid. Um, <laughs> hey, the, pota- the potato pyramid. <laughs> like, I have been there and the Instant Cart shoppers, actually. I'm, I don't know if I told you this. One time there's their, had a, had a photo on their phone pulled up and I could see it because it was like full brightness on their phone. They were looking at two potatoes that both were like purple on the outside. One of them was orange on the inside. One of them was white on the inside, indicating one of them was a yam. One of them was a Japanese sweet potato. Yes. So she was struggling in the potato pile, like dicing it up, trying to figure out which one was which. And I was like, oh, this poor soul. Like, I do this for a living. This is like a side hustle for me to like my dedication to the Japanese sweet potato. Right. I just let I just let them go. But yeah, I'm looking for, you know, the perfectly sized potato that I can The just... steroid potato, as we like to call them. The steroid potato. Yeah. Shout out to our mother, Melissa Broder, from So Sad Today for helping us in many ways but there'll be an episode an episode that is exciting about the potato so well you guys will you guys will get to know the potato don't worry we'll post memes about it you'll get familiar basically mm-hmm. well, wow. we also we also have an exciting episode later this week emma and i are salivating at the mouth thinking about what we're going to be doing on wednesday for you guys it'll um, be like it'll be christmas day for us on wednesday let's just say that big big day you guys may or may not get to see some um content on the gram perhaps of what it is that we're so excited about but yeah it's uh, and- a podcaster's dream yes without further ado guys um leave us a rating in the apple podcast you know area uh the reviews are cute i'm gonna send them back and forth and we're like oh they're really yeah they warm the soul make sure you follow kate and i on instagram the meme account of course Just share the podcast uh i like when i see people posting on their instagram stories again warms the soul most definitely and, yeah. like that another episode of voice memo in the bag thank you guys for listening along bye man